Welcome back to the podcast. This is Casey. I'm Jill. We are two Gen Xers and a microphone. Jill, so exciting. We are coming upon the summer solstice, which is a change in the season. Right around the corner. I was just thinking about that driving last night, how much I love the long evenings. Me too. I also love living somewhere where you can actually see the change of seasons. Sometimes they get a little bit blurry, but I do love a good change. I do too. I especially love it when I can control it. And sometimes that doesn't always happen. But I do think that that, for the most part, is really what this podcast is all about, the effect of change. Yes, it's about life happens mm-hmm. and changes are going to come your way. That's right. And we know that especially when your life doesn't turn out the way that you thought it would, it's all in how you handle it so that you can truly get to that place of acceptance of your life turning out exactly as it's supposed to. Definitely. So Jill, tell me, how have you handled change when you haven't been able to be the one to control it? That is a very good question. So we all like to be in control. Of course. I wanna, you know me. I'm a control freak. You know me too. I want to be in control. That's right. But there's certain things I can't control. Mm-hmm. And some might be because it's someone's good news. Right. They're getting married. They're moving away. Woo! Good for them, but I'm sad because they're leaving. Right. Okay. So I need to think about the change from their viewpoint. Mm Mm-hmm. Be happy for them. It's an exciting adventure that they're going on. You know, it's not all about me. That's right. Sometimes we have to get in their heads and think about what do they need to be told so that they also get to celebrate and be excited and not have it tamped down because there's an impact on someone else and their feelings involved. Right. Yeah, you have to celebrate with them. Absolutely. Celebrate with them. Change happens. I often say, I'm so sad for me, but I'm so happy for you. Right. And so that kind of, you know, levels that of, I want to recognize that there's a little bit about me, but really this is all about you, and I really want to celebrate you, and on my own I'll be sad for me. (laughs) Well, I think, Casey, that is a testament, though, to how much that person meant or means to you in your life. I agree. And I think that if you can't celebrate with your friends and with your family, and I would say just with people in general, just celebrate their happiness, that's sad. At least it is for me. I don't, I try not to come from a place of envy. I don't have too much jealousy in my life. I, it just doesn't serve me very well. I really, really love how I feel when I'm happy for other people. Yeah, it magnifies them mm-hmm. going forth and paying it forward as well. Absolutely. Yeah, so that's one thing is to look at it from another person's mm-hmm. viewpoint, be happy for them. Um, I also surrender to the change. Nice. I can't control it. Mm-hmm. Don't try to control it. Mm-hmm. Surrender, it happened, don't fight it. The more that you accept it, get on with it, mm-hmm. the quicker you're going to 
realize it's not the end of the world. It totally makes sense, Jill. I think about asking myself, is what I'm experiencing with this change within my control at all? Are there any elements of it that are within my control? And if not, can I really just take the observer's role and watch it happen and be okay observing? Can I just do that? And like you said, just surrender to it. Yeah, surrender to it because it's in the rearview mirror. It's already happened. Mm -hmm. You're not going to undo it. So then you control your reaction to it. That's exactly right. And that is where it's okay to take the time, process your feelings. Mm -hmm. What am I truly upset about? Right. Um, Of course, anything extremely shocking, let's say someone unexpectedly passes away. You know, those are the kind of things that stop you in your tracks and Mm -hmm. you can't even think for a minute. I agree. I think, too, it gives you the opportunity to reflect on is it what is actually happening and your need to control or is it really uh, the, the, do you need to stop and think about what is at issue? Are there other issues at play that you need to identify? No different than identifying all the feelings that might come with it. And so what is the issue and then addressing, okay, how do I need to handle this? What do I need to react to? What do I need to be mindful of to get through this? Right. And the appropriate reaction to the right element Mm -hmm. of the change. Right. You know, so many times, you know, we can view it as... A devastation mm-hmm. or we can view it as an opportunity and sometimes we have to see it in all those lights we have to first see it as that devastation and we have to be mad and we have to be angry and we just need to vent sometimes and get it all out before we can get to the point where we're like whoa wait a second maybe something good can come of this I think about just even at work how, well, first of all, I love managing change at work. Let me be very clear about that. And I get to. That is part of what I get to do in my role. But I think about living in this pandemic and doing the work in uh, the nonprofit sector in a pandemic and being really kind of upset and frustrated for the first couple of months and then pausing and saying, I have such a great appreciation for the time that I have on my hands. Yes. And the team that I get to work with and the opportunities that are going to come out of doing work in this pandemic. And there were a lot of opportunities. We got to figure out how we could change. We got to take a nice pause and say, are we doing the right work at the right time, at the right pace? And so I think there's always an opportunity to be taken to sit back, look at it, and see uh, all the uh, feelings and expressions that need to go into. So when if you're starting with shock and awe, maybe you're starting with devastation, maybe you're starting with anger, and then getting into those more positive feelings of, well, maybe this wasn't so bad. 
maybe there are some positives that can come out of this. What are those opportunities? And seeing that, seeing these changes in a very different manner. Yeah, Casey, when you were going through the steps and the processes, it made me think of a grieving process. Mm -hmm. I think there's five steps to grief, and it's the shock, the I'm angry, the Mm -hmm. acceptance. And you can go in and out of those. Absolutely. And I think it kind of parallels change, Mm -hmm. how you're going to view it. And I had a job one time that was very difficult because the environment was very tough. Oh, that is tough. And I feel like I went through the grieving process. Mm. At first, I was shocked, like, how on earth did I get myself in this position? Sure. I'm too old. I should have known better. (laughs) I didn't know. Then I got angry. Mm -hmm. And then I finally reached a place of acceptance. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, you either get on the bus or you're going to get left behind. Right. And so the, the whole thing with change is you don't know when it's going to happen, mm-hmm. where it's going to happen. So as we get older and more seasoned, we have more life events to draw from. And then you realize this is not the end of the world. Right. I am not alone in this. Mm-hmm. And... You know what? I bet there's somebody that has gone through this change before and they could help me figure out how to navigate. Absolutely. And I think, too, it's okay if it's messy. It's okay if you do run the gamut of thoughts and feelings, emotions, reactions, and then you land on an outcome of, oh, I got through this change. Yes. You can relate. Life happened. Right. You can. I think sometimes I sit in a place of denial, also one of the steps of grieving, and that also coming and going, right? Like, oh, it's not so bad. This is the worst thing ever, right? Yes. (laughs) Or maybe things will change. If this happens, that's so not realistic. Uh, So I think sometimes, again, it can be messy and that's okay, but if you're being honest with yourself and taking the time to figure out what am I feeling, what is the issue? And again, can I control this? Is this something that I need to control? Um, where, What are the tools that I need if it is? And if not, again, letting it go and being good with it. Right. And it, it, it really is surrendering to it. Mm-hmm. And this is not going to be the only change that's going to happen. Not at all. There's a lot more rolling down the pike for us. Mm-hmm. We we don't know. Right. But it can turn out into something good. Mm-hmm. And if not, then it can be a learning lesson. Mm-hmm. And then maybe you mentor someone else that's going through that. Yeah, I think about, too, you know, the... the Things that we can control, things we can't, that false sense of control, the giving it up. I I often think about every single day the things that go unnoticed, so little changes that are happening that just things change and we don't even notice them and it doesn't bother us. But then there are some items, Jill, that I get so fixated on because 
I need a sense of control and I'm not controlling it because it is not within my control. It's not controllable and I get worked up about it. And so I do, I have to take that deep breath and I have to really center myself and say, what in the world are you doing, Casey? Stop this madness. <laughs> Just yes. stop yourself. Give yourself a little bit more grace or Try laughing it off, right? Just laugh about it. See if that helps. Sometimes that just makes me more frustrated. Sometimes I just have to vent to someone. But I do think there, I think about when I start analyzing a day, a lot of things change throughout the day that go unnoticed. And it doesn't even bother me. Yes, the thing, so I will start my day at work. I'm going to get this done, this mm -hmm. done, this done. My calendar I use it as my list to do everything. Sure. So it looks like someone threw up on it. <laughs> and I try. I'm going to get this done. I got my deadlines in there. Inevitably, I have got to move things to the right. Because something came out That's of right. left field. That's right. And I've got to adjust. Mm -hmm. And it's okay. Because not everything is a priority. That's right. And so... I could get mad and frustrated because I got off task. Jill, you get mad. I get I've, mad. I have not yes. seen this. <laughs> I get mad. But, you know, it's it's all keeping it in perspective. Right. You know, and I think I have to give myself timeouts, like you said. Mm -hmm. Like, calm down. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we just get in a funk. Yeah. You know, maybe the weather's dreary. Mm -hmm. Something's going on. Um, unfortunately, women, we get hit with those hormones. Right. Um, so just be cognizant of that as well. I agree. Am I being overly sensitive? Mm -hmm. Am I just being angry? Um, you can't run away from yourself, but that's kind of, if you have mm -hmm. that feeling like you want to, right. then just take a second, calm down. And I think on the flip side of that, it's okay if you want to be angry and you need to be. Work it out, right? Yep. Be angry. There are times where I have said to a friend, I am okay being mad about this until I'm not mad about it. But mm -hmm. until I like until I'm not, I'm just I'm gonna be mad. And I don't need you to convince me otherwise. I do not need for you to make me happy. I don't need you to make me laugh. I'm okay sitting in this and being mad. And likewise, things that I probably maybe you know. I'm not controlling or maybe someone else would love for me to control. <laughs> they would like for me to handle differently and I don't get worked up about it. They probably would like to see me <laughs> do differently or handle differently. And that's okay too. But I just do think about figuring out for yourself. Sometimes that might come through therapy. <laughs> yeah, that's right? a tool. It might be, so I know I draw upon at work, we use a great process. And so I, sometimes I pick and choose pieces of those process and apply it to my personal life. You know, again, identifying what truly is the issue. How am I feeling? What is within my control and what isn't? And then how do I get to be okay with what isn't within my control? How do I get to a point of, I can let a lot of this go because what I do will affect nothing. It will change right. nothing. And you know, Casey, that's a good point. Is in the end, 
what degree of severity are we talking about? Right, exactly. Is this really just a personal preference? Mm -hmm. Or is this going to cause me to go off the deep end? And I think when the change in life happens that is unexpected, expected, you don't do it you, alone. We talked in previous episodes, you have friends, mm-hmm. you have family, and you call on different ones for what they give you. Some might give you advice. Some might give you an ear to listen to. Some right. might say, hey, you know what? Let's go run it out. So you call on the different people that you need to help you sort it out. You don't have to sit and stew alone. That's right. And there's people out there that want to help you. Right. But they can't help you if you don't let them know. Right. So that's important, too, is to share Mm -hmm. what's going on. I don't know how to process this. It's a little overwhelming. Mm -hmm. What am I missing? And a lot of times I'll find the people will just be like, oh, it's obvious. Right. Do this. Don't do that. Consider this. I think it's so much easier to have an incredible perspective on someone else's problem, someone else's issue, someone else's change when they're telling me because it it isn't mine. I don't have to own it. I don't I don't have that inner voice that oftentimes goes immediately to the negative as opposed to no, you're amazing and you can handle anything that is put in front of you. So I think that absolutely Jill, you're onto it and that is go ahead and ask for that help. People need people. We yes. absolutely need people. Yes. And so go ahead. So I found this, of course, because every woman has 52 screenshots of quotes. I, too, have one. And I love this. So it says, one more thing. Be gentle with yourself. It's normal to feel overwhelmed and afraid. It's okay to log off and take a break. It's okay to say, I need help. We can all take turns lifting each other up. That is a great synopsis right there. Right? I agree. All right, with that, we're going to leave you on a high note with hope. Bye-bye. If your life didn't turn out how you thought it would, you are in the right place. If you're confident that life turned out exactly as it was supposed to, then tell us what you'd like to discuss and why. You can reach us at 2 Gen Xers and a Mic. That is the number 2, G-E-N-X-E-R-S-A-N-D-A-M-I-C at gmail.com.